Well, we gather round on this night to share some stories while you catch your flight. Show's not too short, it's not too long, it's perfect for your morning run. Or if you're on the yard, or if you're inside your car, and I just hope that wherever you are, you'll be a part of our chance conversation. How much we want to advertise other podcasts and our podcasts. But do you know what Paul F. Tompkins is? Yes. Yeah, you should. If, oh, yeah. You know, he, he, he's hilarious. He is hilarious. He's got a brand new podcast. He's only like episode three or four. It's called Spontaneous Nation. And the first part of it, he likes to sit there and interviews like a friend of his or a celebrity or whatever. And then the second half of it is him and his friends. They just like improv like a scene. Huh. It is, it is freaking hilarious. About how long do they I'm, run? About an hour. About an hour. Because I'm driving down the road, I'm laughing. Seriously, I'm laughing my my head off, and I'm, I know people think I'm crazy. But I think I can't help it. It is hilarious. Did you listen to the Christian Shaw? Nerd I did. Episode? I listened to that. Oh um, my yesterday. gosh, that one's funny. Hilarious. Oh, I laughed. I laughed. I would marry her if she didn't not know who I was. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about funny? Um, the because uh, you listen to the Chewing It podcast. Yeah. Uh, one of the older ones because I'm still working through the older ones is Bert. Let me find it. Wait, do we have a host for tonight? I think Joey. I'll let Joey. Chewing it. Joey, you cool with being a host? What are you doing, Bert Kreischer? That's the name of the episode. Yep. July 16th, 2014. Bert Kreischer. Is that a good one? Hilarious. <laughs> it's got a lot of language in it, so I don't know how much you would want to listen. But <laughs> I love that language. Oh, my goodness. He is, he's a comedian, actor, slash, but one thing, because I, I, I never heard of him before, but he is the guy that the movie Van Wilder is loosely, very, and they talk about it, very loosely based on. Because right. um, somebody actually did an article about him, and then the people that did the movie based the movie off the article, not actually off of him. So, but it's oh, it's funny. You gotta listen to it. Was Van Wilder? Oh, this might be ignorant to me, but was it a National Lampoon? Yeah, yeah. Yep. National Lampoon. Yep. Yeah. I couldn't remember. Well, whenever Rob gets done watching his blockbuster movie, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can catch the thought. It's King George the Third, right? Sure. For what? <laughs> I'm sure there was a King George the Third. <laughs> I'm thinking it was King George the Third. Right? It was raining England at the time. Mad King? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if it was the third, the fourth, or third, second or third. King George. George. I don't know. Joe, you want to be the host? You want me to be the host? You want Russell to be the host? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Right. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, am I the, the sixth host? Is that what we decided? Uh, I, thought, I thought Joey was going to be the host. I thought we'd roll for it. I'll, I'll do it. If you I can do it. it. I mean, I, I just don't want to do it, and I prefer. I mean, Russell and uh, Billy both done it back back, and Joey missed last week, so I feel like he should be. I I concur. Joey, would you like to welcome everyone to the podcast? Yes. <laughs> After you get done yawning. <laughs> uh, welcome, everybody. This is a chance conversation here uh, around the kitchen table. Um, the way this works is we roll for six categories. Category one being the host pick, which I guess that would be me this week. Uh, number two being updates on topics that we previously talked about. 
Number three would be entertainment, which would be TVs, movies, and music. Number four would be wild. Number five would be headlines, which we take from the news. And number six will be the big six, where we all kind of throw out several things. And we rank them from the best thing that's happened this week to the worst that's happened this week that we talked about, not necessarily. So anyhow, we're going to go ahead and roll, and we're going to roll all three. And we have a one, host pick, four, wild, and two, updates. And you decided we want to do a host pick to talk about the podcast? Yeah. I felt like, you know, we were going to talk about, uh, I'll, I'll let you can't talk. You know, we talked about doing a 000 episode, which we kind of explained the podcast and what we're doing. But I really feel like we've got three under our belt. This fourth one, whether it be wild or host pick, we should kind of just talk about the podcast and what got us to this point and why we're doing this and uh, kind of who we are. We're pretty much pros at this point, right? <laughs> we are. We are. We've hit the big we time. We are a well-oiled machine. <laughs> oh yeah, we're just moving down the track. We know exactly what we're doing. Well, we got this idea. We were sitting around, and uh, we were for about six months prior to the first time we ever talked about having a podcast. We played board games every night, every every Wednesday night, and uh, we get to talking while we played the board games and realize that. We had a lot of funny conversations, a lot of interesting conversations that were going on, so we decided to sit, we decided to sit down and record them all. Uh, sit down and record some of our conversations, and so we decided to put it in kind of a fun structure here with the die, so that way it is a little random, and that way you never know exactly what you're going to get every week, but there is enough structure so we don't go completely off the rails. Yeah. Russell, do you want to add anything on that? No, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, we... Like I said, we've, we've been getting together now for a while, you know, just playing the game every week, and uh, we've had some really good conversations. Uh, so this is just a way to share some of those conversations in more of a structured setting. Well, do you want to kind of talk about who we are and how we know each other? Nah, we're, strangers. Here? Yeah. we're all strangers. Yeah. We all met on the highway, <laughs> fighting over a 20-year-old risk game down in the ditch. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Sorry. Retirement can feel overwhelming. Well, we Sorry. There's some chamber music on here. Oh, we're going to retire that retirement. We're on episode four. I don't think we're quite ready for retirement. You really need to go yet. ahead and dump the money for the Spotify you know, <laughs> premium. So, yeah. <laughs> pet, pet peeve number one. You click on a news story and it loads a video. Oh, I hate that. Clorox bleach. <laughs> Sorry. I was trying to get ready for uh, the update version. Uh, um, I'm sorry, where were we? Oh, just the podcast. Are we going to talk about how we know each other? Or are we going to be random? Oh, right, right, right. right. Um, and you said you didn't want to talk about that. You said we were all strangers. <laughs> yeah. So I mean nothing to you, Russell. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Right, 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 right. All right, well, we're going to leave it at that. I reckon. <laughs> no, I, 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 we, don't, we don't like each other enough to claim each other in any personal relationship. I was, I was completely joking when I said that we were strangers. I mean, Basically, the structure is uh, we're all friends. I am brother-in-law with Billy. My name is Joey. I'm friends with Rob. Rob's over here. Russell is Billy's uncle. and so Make sure you point a lot during this podcast, It's a good thing you told him exactly where Rob was sitting. <laughs> I'm certainly going to appreciate that. I'm sitting due west of Joey at the table. Our current latitude and longitude is... <laughs> I'm wearing oh. a blue shirt. Did you yeah. still want me to do a host pick besides that? Throw something in on that? I mean, you can. I mean, we're doing updates. Or you want to do a wild? I'm yeah, doing wild. Topic. Can I yeah. mention something on the on the first part? I know we kind of bounced around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, it, it, what you want to mention? We'll it, cut it out if it's irrelevant. About the podcast. 
Yeah. Okay. Is just to add on to what y'all were talking about in the process of playing board games, a lot of conversations had. We'd try different beers. I mean, it was just gathering of us. We talked about our weeks and stuff. But in the process of all that and socializing and stuff, uh, we started having a couple of really serious conversations about stuff that was going on. And I think it was kind of almost a collective decision amongst all of us. It's like, hey, we should, uh, we should, we should record this. You People know? care what we say. Yeah, yeah, we've got a voice. <laughs> so we decided to try this out, and uh, here's our uh, what do you call it? Uh, our experiment. Is that a great social experiment? <laughs> great social experiment. I mean, that makes it almost sound like I don't know the Pelletiers or something. The great social. I don't. I have that. No. Can't even live up to it. Yeah, it sounds kind of, I don't know, Hitlerish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bit social revolution y, you yeah. know? Yeah. Or Freudian. Do you have the updates ready? Not at all. Yeah. I'm I, I, asking. Yeah. Well, I have a I'll couple updates. Okay, we have a couple updates. You know, last episode, last week, I talked about the Age of Adeline premiere that we got to go to. Yeah, uh, I have no idea what that is. All right, so <laughs> essentially, Kim, my wife, she got a coupon. Recap from la- a recap from last week. So, uh, yeah, on, my wife got a coupon from Cinemark Theaters, and it was a free tickets to the world premiere of Age of Adeline. So we got to see the movie ten days before it premieres, and there's only so many people that came to the thing, hmm. and it was like it aired, you know, like said ten days before. It was a very weird setup. They had police walking up and down the aisles to make sure no one was recording anything with their phones. Really? They said if you turned your phone on, they will escort you from the building. It was kind of intense. That is kind of there intense. There were no trailers. It was like at 7 o'clock, boom, credits start rolling. Yeah. The premise of the movie is uh, Blake Lively, the beautiful, gorgeous, elegant Blake Lively. As always. She plays this girl who uh, who doesn't age. She was in a, in a car crash like when she was 20-something in the early 1900s. And she doesn't age. Huh. And it's kind of interesting because, like, nowadays, and her daughter's, like, this older woman who's, like, in her 80s, I think, 80s or 90s. And her daughter, you know, she's kind of got this, like, distance to herself, and it's a love story. But it's 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 a wonderful movie because they don't stretch it across 100 years, like, you know, uh, Benjamin Button or a lot of the time travel love right. romances or whatever. It's very it's a very small story. I think the whole plot happens within just a few weeks. Uh, but it, it's a it's a beautiful movie, even though it, that theme has been done before. I feel like it was an original movie. You know, it wasn't. It didn't feel like it was a copycat of something. Or it was a nice movie. I really enjoyed it. It was a beautiful movie. It has Harrison Ford in it, and I, that's about the only other actor there I knew. But it's a uh, it's an interesting movie, and it's got a good it's got a good story to it. It's got a good vibe. I can imagine those Texas cat police. They're like. Uh, we need y'all to come do something uh, at the movies. Like, oh, keep kids from like acting like kids. No, we actually need you to keep people from scalping the movie. What? <laughs> that doesn't happen in Texas, Canada. Yeah. I'm sure that's a strange request. I yeah. was, I was hoping, hoping it was gonna be like some kind of surprise thing with Blake Lively and her husband showed up, and he was Plus in the screen. <laughs> he was in Deadpool costume, and then like we're gonna show Deadpool a year early. Yeah. That's what I was hoping for. But, but no, it was, it was a good movie. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a Tuesday night, you know, kind of. Week night, date night. Now, just so just so I'm clear, I want to make sure I've got the right person in my head um, when I'm thinking about this. And you may have mentioned it, and if you did, I apologize. But Blake Lively, is she the girl from Green Lantern? Yes. Gotcha. That's how her and her hubby, that's the only good thing that came out of that <laughs> that whole movie. That whole, that whole, I don't know if you like Green Lantern. I 
kind of enjoyed the movie. Uh, I, I understand. I can see where people are, are critical of it. Believe me. It's okay. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is an attractive man. Okay, he is. Like he is. <laughs> he is a nice looking man. And <laughs> if you've ever seen Ted, you know that he, there is a chance that he can go the other way. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are we talking about like the door swinging the other way? Yeah, I think. That's <laughs> if you're using the, the back door, door as a euphemism. <laughs> yes, I am. I am. In fact. A back door. <laughs> a back door, so to say, is what you're referring to. All right, anyway, but yeah, I'm I, following now. I did like the... It could have been better, but I enjoyed the Green Lantern movie. It, and I will say this about the Green Lantern movie. Two things that kind of that kind of messed up the movie a little bit was, number one, and this, is, this has been talked about time and time again, like it, but the script was just one-liners. It felt like they had a comic book writer write the script, and so it was just little segments of dialogue all throughout the movie. There were a lot of good things about it, but I think one of the big things that ruined a lot of people, too, was the CGI, just the special effects of it, which looked good. Well, how can you do a Green Lantern movie without... Right, the special effects. Special effects. Because you make stuff out of nothing. Right. And I had this this conversation with Kim, my wife, on the way home about how amazing Ryan Reynolds must be, the fact that he's had so many quote-unquote flops Back to back to back, like action movie flops. But he still has this huge fan base. Whereas, like, Taylor, what's his last name? Kirch, and he was in, like, John Carter of Mars and a whole bunch of other flops, and, like, the world hates him. You know, like, he doesn't have any kind of, that I know of. Kim's favorite movie of all time is Just Friends, I think. And she, she loves that's a that good movie. movie with Anna Ferris. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, that's a funny movie. But I want to tell you, and. Way off topic. No, it's, it's, it's fine, because this is, too, one of my favorite movies. I can't believe I'm telling y'all this, but uh, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds wise, anyway, probably not in my top ten movies, but one of my favorite Ryan Reynolds movies is definitely maybe. Definitely maybe. Oh, is that the one where he's telling how he met the wife and there's the yep. three, the it's three got women? Holly Fisher in it, mm-hmm. and this sounds like Abigail Breslin. Yeah, is it kind of like the Notebook? It's, it's, it's a romantic comedy. Probably, yeah, it's a, it's a romantic comedy. Oh, wait, this is off topic, but we're speaking about girly movies. I don't know what movie these two girls were talking about in my class today, but one of them was sitting and goes, that movie just got me going. And I, if, I, if I went in the movie theater, my pants would just drop. And I just I don't know what movie they're talking about, but I hear the other girl go, wasn't that movie rated PG-13? And I about lost my stuff. Like, I just started laughing so hard. You I never didn't did. ask what movie? I never you did. Need to, you need to find out what movie that was. I think the creepiest thing to do in this situation would be to wait several weeks after having this conversation and then come up to this girl and be like, I heard you say the other day that a movie almost made your pants yeah. drop. What, what, what movie was that exactly? Where well, can I get What, what made me laugh was just the, girl, the second girl. She just kind of was confused. She goes, wasn't that a PG-13 movie? Like, <laughs> you shouldn't be doing that to whatever movie it like was. Like Big Hero 6 or something? Yeah. <laughs> you cut okay. this out. No, it's fine. No, it was we, really we, funny to me. No, we need time. to leave this in. Uh, because I'll tell you, the first thing that came to mind when you said that was Furious 7. Oh, it might have been. Might have because... Been. We went and saw Furious 7. Did your pants almost drop? My the, pants stayed on the whole time. I can did guarantee. you think about it, though? <laughs> no. You didn't, it didn't come to mind. No. You have to get ushered out. Not, not in relation to the movie. It I'll, is I'll pretty dark, so way. you probably wouldn't have been called. Uh, is it a sexy movie? Would you call it a sexy movie? There, is it a sexy thrill ride on four wheels? I heard it was really sad, actually. I heard it was terribly sad, yeah. There, there's a lot of gratuitous 
like scenes where gratuitous you know, things happen. Half naked Asians. Normally, like, when I bikinis, hear gratuitous, I think no, no, not gratuitous that way, but gratuitous as in you know women walking by in bikinis yeah. and they show the close up of the butt and right. you know big muscly guys, you know, so you didn't tank like tops and or no shirt on, squirting the Johnson uh, baby oil because <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson is in that. Well, this isn't yeah, D-Queen. I, mean, I don't think that kind of looked down upon. <laughs> so, um, it's very possible it was Furious 7. Hold on. Um, D-Queen has a movie theater? No. Oh. oh can you, uh, this girl was from Can I? Because I'm so, I've, I've been listening and talking. I don't have any of this. Well, I used to write my stuff down in a notebook. Can y'all, this notebook. Can y'all make notes of the topics we've discussed? Oh, I'm doing it. We went from yeah, always He's good. writing it down over here. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't be. Then he had secret language, but... Because we went from Aja Adeline to something else to panty dropping to Greenland. Well, drawer droppings is exactly how she said it. Drawers, drawers, which made me think of like a lumberjack. Oh, it's like <laughs> drawers or something. You worse, yeah. you know. <laughs> you know. Uh, no, we talked about we had a draw. It was Age of Adeline, and then Draws. it was Greenland. That's the Blake Lively connection. And then off Greenland, we talked about Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds movie. And we talked about how he was gay, and the back door flips both ways. And then that got you into... Now we would all be into him if he'd only give us a chance to notice it. So that didn't come up, definitely. <laughs> that, that was my internal monologue. That was all the internal monologue. Oh, uh, and Family Guy. He was he was kind of gayish in uh, oh, Family yeah, Guy. Yeah, he was. I forgot about that. Maybe he's just really good at it. I, I mentioned there's some straight <laughs> actors that happen to be really good at portraying a homosexual role. Well, I mean, if you ever watched Will and Grace. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I'm sorry, I don't know the the real life. I mean, uh, is is Will not gay? I don't believe so, but I was thinking of Jack. Jack's not gay. Yeah, Jack. Huh. What about Megan Malawi? Well, she's married to Nick Offerman. Yeah. But in real life? Yeah. Yeah. Tammy, too. I know Tammy, too, but I'm just. No, no, no. Go back, and you've got to go back and listen to the Nerdist episodes. With Nick Offerman. You've got to. We should stop the podcast and go back and we should all listen to it. Sorry, it folks. Hilarious. We'll be back. But yes, Megan Mullally is married to Nick Offerman. Huh. Did you see the photo shoot Funny. they did where they are both butt naked? Like, and there's a picture from behind of both of them holding hands. I have not, but I definitely will now <laughs> yeah. you bring that up. Yes, they did a photo shoot for that. And I can't remember what it was in regards to or what it was exactly they well, were you've doing. you've seen a stand-up. He talks all about her in yeah. stand-up. I have not American seen this. American Ham? Yeah, it's on Netflix. It? It's good. It's a, what, Seven okay. Rules of How to Be a Man? Uh, or how to be I have to reiterate the point that I do not have access to broadband internet at my home. I do not have Netflix. This podcaster over here has no access to it. Russell I actually lives in a mud hut. <laughs> he actually only comes to do the podcast and enjoy the air conditioning. I live in a drastically underserved community, um, which is not financially feasible for a company to extend broadband services too. So we've I'm got working on that. Believe me, I'm I'm trying, but so far not successful. Any other updates? Anything else anyone wants to talk about? No, I was trying to get an update on the oh, shooting, but there's not a whole lot of information. Um <laughs> wasn't there supposed to be a Daredevil thing come out? I believe Billy wants to talk about Daredevil. That's a good lead in. Did right? you did you hear that Billy wanted to hear I did about hear about that. Yeah. I've only seen three episodes. I've seen four. 
Yeah. I feel like I'm an expert on the All topic. Right, now, well, 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 listen. There's going to be a lot of haters out there who are going to say that I'm not a big Daredevil fan because I didn't binge watch all 13 episodes in one sitting. There's going to be a lot of people that say that. There's well, going to be a lot I mean, of people that say that. You are on record as saying originally that you were going to take a day, day off work. work. Listen, I have, I have children. You said children be damned. I think where they <laughs> actually be worse. That was a misquote. I never you said. The children. <laughs> There's going to be a little bleep sound going right there. Oh, you're going to We're going to insert the bleep after fact, but we knew what he meant. Um, no, it's it's phenomenal. It, it it is it is a good it is a good show. I'm very pleased. I'm I'm wearing my a Daredevil shirt right now. Um, read the comics for you know over ten years. It's it pays really good justice to the character. The cast is awesome. The fight scenes. Joey can test this. The fight scenes are ridiculously amazing. I've seen a lot of action movies in my life, and the fight scenes in this alone just blow well, they my had, mind. They had one uh, fight scene that was probably seven minutes, one take. Mm-hmm. One take. It was a wonder. Was one no, camera shot. One, one camera shot, no cutaways, and it was very impressive. <laughs> even even me, someone who's not into like comic book stuff that much, I really like the show. That's why I continued to watch it even after that day. Yeah, no, it's it's... <laughs> That that wonder, it's very confined hallway where this fight takes place. And, you know, Daredevil is exhausted. And just the fight, you can tell he's just like on his life. It's just so well done. So well done. You know, that's the second wonder I've seen since, you know, it's always Sonny Delphi yeah. wonder. Like, I'm mm-hmm. very impressed with people well, who and, do that. And you say that, and it's interesting, because we just watched Birdman Sunday. Uh-huh. He had a pre-pay-per-view thing. So we watched uh-huh. Birdman for the first time. And it was a wonder. And it was like, which, it was a wonder, but it... Skipped ahead in the same camera shot, so it didn't all take place. It wasn't gotcha. like it wasn't like a two-hour stretch of events. Right, right, skip right. ahead nights, but the camera never broke away. So you'd see one part of the room, and then as it pans, you see the character come in dressed differently three days later. That kind of stuff. Gotcha. Um, but so the the oneers, I think that's going to be kind of a, a cinematic. Well, I, style I believe the one Jerry Devil was a true one-shot seven-minute fight scene. It I mean, there were a few spots where, like, as it panned, it hit a wall that they could have spliced in, maybe something. But there were enough different parts where it could very well have been a wonder. Which I mean, I like how we're just calling them wonders. I do not know if that is actually a real term or not that we're using here. We'll have to Google that later. <laughs> I think it is. I think it is a wonder. But no, it, it, if if you have a Netflix account, watch it. If you don't get a Netflix account, watch it. It's uh, if you don't have broadband internet for the ten bucks a month. Yeah, their shows are amazing. If you don't, if you don't have broadband internet, go to McDonald's. Buy a coffee and just sit there for 13 straight hours and watch Daredevil. <laughs> Find yourself a 24-hour McDonald's. What I found out today. Plug into the wall and just uh, take care of yourself. Fun fact: I was filling up on gas at Easy Mart. I noticed that Easy Mart had Wi-Fi. Yep. I had no idea. Gas stations have Wi-Fi now. I yep. mean, it's like they're all hooking us up to a grid. You know? <laughs> well, I'm joking. It's a no, new no, age no, 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 no. now. Let me let me let me blow your mind. Uh oh, <laughs> uh, my mind is ready to be blown. Are you uh, familiar with the Greyhound Corporation? Uh, Greyhound buses? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Their buses have Wi-Fi. Okay, I've heard of this concept, the new cars and stuff like that. Okay, so you're 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 okay with a mobile vehicle having Wi-Fi, but at what about- a gas station, you're just 
Uh, you've been, what about airplanes? Off. Airplanes blows my mind that airplanes have Wi-Fi. Okay, no, I no. I mean, like, where's the landline? I don't get I it. I think Rob's point is who's in a gas station long enough to take advantage of the Wi-Fi capability? It, exactly. Okay, it's an Easy Mart. We go into Easy Mart to get uh, a slushie and, or, or whatever it is, gas. Okay, but your, your transactions are transmitted electronically to, I'm assuming, like, some sort of not mine. I pay cash. But the record of that <laughs> Billy doesn't have any debit cards. The record of that transaction is grid. transmitted electronically. He to takes the cash out of the jar. Deals in jewels and precious metals. <laughs> yeah, he's dug up out of the backyard. Jars full of cash. I pay coins. I pay. all right. Well, uh, we're gonna go ahead and move on to the wild category now. Um, I was actually going to throw something out that I've been uh, looking at this week, if that was okay. Yeah, not. <laughs> Where are we at on time? Um, we are at uh, about 30 minutes. But that includes all the priests. Well, 35 minutes, including the eight minutes before we started recording. Okay. I just oh, you're fine. <laughs> I, said, uh, I have a couple things to add. I was going to throw uh, in for a while. Uh, well, about we the, got a wild category soon. The last uh, Western black rhino, rhino being extinct. And that kind of linking into what? Yeah, that no. being thrown into sport hunting. I was going to go see him tomorrow. <laughs> you you heard about this from Ricky Gervais's Facebook yes. page? Yes. I follow him too. Yeah. I like Ricky Gervais. <laughs> yes, uh, we've all seen the. Sorry. There was the huge controversy about the woman who uh, killed the lion and was posed with it and the whole thing. Um, well, Ricky Gervais, as you as you know from the Office and other shows, he posted a picture of a girl laying down beside a giraffe that she killed. And he said something along the lines of, you know, it was sort of, hope you feel real big about this, you know, killing a beautiful animal. Yeah. You know. And uh, people jumped on board, and he had, like, over, what was it, 200,000 at least hits. And, like, the woman ended up getting death threats from people and all kinds of stuff. It was actually over a million. Oh, was it? Yeah, over <laughs> I did not a know million that. views yeah. and several thousand shares. And it turns out the woman's actually a grandmother of eight. She's, I don't know how many children she has, but she has eight grandchildren. Uh, she doesn't look that old. I mean, honestly, she's probably in her mid-50s, 60s, early 60s. I didn't 60s. realize she was that old. Yeah, I didn't either until I read the article. Apparently, she's a big sport hunter. She's hunted all over Africa. She's hunted all over the United States and stuff. But I was kind of going to get your idea. You guys thoughts on sport hunting and uh, what do you think about it? Like killing an animal just for the sake of killing it. Well, well, I've got some some thoughts. But you go ahead, Russell. You started. It's probably not going to be a very popular opinion. However, given the area in which we are, southwest Arkansas, rural area, while I was never a big hunter growing up, I've, I've never been a big hunter. I've never had a problem with it either. Hmm. I don't even know where to start. Well, let me help you out. I think we all can agree, like, I mean, we ain't all can agree, not all viewers, I mean, listeners, that's that's fine, you can disagree, but killing something to eat, and it's part of the way of life around here, you know, you kill a deer, you eat it, you kill a squirrel, you eat it, you kill a duck, you eat it, you know, yes, there's a little bit of the trophy system with, you know, the deer, with the horns, you know. Antlers. But you still eat the re- <laughs> antlers, excuse me. But you still use the rest of the meat, you know. Like, and what I'm saying is, these people that go do this, I'm not saying the meat doesn't get used by somebody, but they're not eating it. Right. They're killing it to get a picture, well, and to take it. Home. Well, you've had trophy hunts going back for decades. 
So I guess I guess that's going to be where the line is drawn for me. Um, are we talking about hunting in general? Or are we talking about yeah, trophy, no, hunting? trophy hunting? Trophy, trophy hunting. hunting. Yes, okay. trophy hunting. Trophy hunting. I don't see the point. This will this will be my stance on subject. Yeah. I don't see the point in trophy hunting, but I'm also not going to be out there picketing. You know, whoever this girl's house is, right. saying she's a murderer because. Again, probably an unpopular opinion nowadays. To me, animals are not on the same level as humans. They're just not. Whether we're talking about a giraffe, a lion, a fish, I mean, I fish myself, even going to pets, a house cat, a dog. No, to me, there's a distinct difference between an animal and a human. And it's always, it always kind of inwardly cracks me up. Because I, I don't believe in animal cruelty by any means. Mm. Just you know, just for the sake of being cruel, but it always cracks me up when I see some kind of post on Facebook or something about animal cruelty, and the cry is that this is inhumane. <laughs> okay, I sympathize with your cause, but they're not human. Right. Uh, I, I don't want to see dogs or cats or any animals abused. Or neglected, or you know, starved, or any of that stuff. Right. But to me, there's, there's a, again, there's a distinct difference between animals and humans. So, uh, I know that Rob has a lot to say about this, but uh, <laughs> I was going to throw it out that, you know, the reason I think that this became such a big story is because the same, right around the same time this got posted, it got posted that the last Western black rhino went extinct. And people were poaching them and killing them just for the horns, which is not trophy hunting technically. They were technically, uh, I, I read about it. I didn't always thought horns were used for Asian men or rhino horns used for Asian men to get erections. That's not true. Apparently Vietnamese people believe that rhino horn can cure cancer. That's where a lot of the poaching came from. But I understand that's not trophy hunting. That's poaching. Right. But it kind of comes down to the same thing is, you know, you have, I see where people are coming from because we like to put these African animals on a pedestal because they're exotic to us. That's what we mm-hmm. consider exotic animals. You know, we see people kill deer all the time, and we're somewhat okay with that in the United States. You know, I mean, there you have to control the population. You know, but nobody really knows the population of certain animals in Africa. I understand that, but I do see. I, I me personally, I don't see the point in sport hunting. But Rob, what do you have to say about it? Oh, plenty actually. <laughs> all right. You, there's a bit of a deviation here, okay? There is a there's a big difference between someone so going buying a hunting license and going and shooting a white-tailed deer, okay? Arkansas is actually overpopulated with white-tailed deer. They're overpopulated right. with hogs. There, I mean, there are plenty of turkey. There are plenty there's a reason of ducks. For the season. Okay, kind there like are, yeah, there is a reason <laughs> for hunting season. Okay. When you have deer in the road and you have deer in the field, okay, and the population is oversupply, that's different, all right? It's not quite the same thing as me going out with my 12 gauge just to shoot at bald eagles, okay? Right. It's not quite the same thing, all right? And there are plenty of uh, species of, say, woodpeckers in Arkansas that are endangered, mm-hmm. And you can't go out and just shoot those things for the fun of it. Don't wrong. It's a pretty bird. Not just, you know, you shoot it, you can get a really good chance. To get, no, it's it's kind of different. All right. However, okay, we start talking about these African animals. I've got a friend. 
who actually goes to Zimbabwe to uh, about every couple of years go and do safari hunts. And in fact, I bought an elephant gun from him. That, that's where I got my 375 H&H or my 375 Holland Holland Express, which is an elephant gun. For you listeners, it's a big damn gun. <laughs> it's a big gun. It's got a kick. <laughs> All right. But he goes there and he hunts things like kudu, impala, cake buffalo. Okay. And uh, in most cases, when he goes there, he's hunting on an actual hunting lease. Not unlike a lot of people that don't actually own land where they're hunting. Even in the States, they go and they get part of a hunting lease, almost like a timeshare, okay, that allows them to hunt there on that property. And he goes there, and let's say he kills a cake buffalo, okay, which is considered dangerous game. All the meat from that animal is going to go to the local tribe. There's Cape Buffalo who are not endangered. It's an overpopulated species. I have mixed thoughts on this. I do not feel like uh, if it comes to the point of whether a species is endangered or not. Like, for instance, uh, Brushy Creek Park. Billy showed me this. It's this beautiful spot on the Costot River. Okay, it's absolutely gorgeous. And he explained to me the only, ring that, the only reason that Brushy Creek was created was because they wanted to, what, put a pipeline through there? A natural gas pipeline. And they wouldn't allow the pipeline because there was an endangered species of minnow in that part of the river that was native. And uh, if they put the top, uh, the pipeline there, it would have endangered that species of minnow. So they had to put in a bridge. And once they put in the bridge, they're like, you know what, this is a really pretty spot. We could put a park here. And that's how we got Brushy Creek Park. But... You know, honestly, that's the kind of right decisions we need to be making. We don't need to be endangering the species. If the if the species is overpopulated, I feel like there's a reason, reasonable doubt as far as justification when it comes to uh, hunting and whatnot. That, that's really yeah, the I gist think, of my thoughts. I think a big problem with that picture was she was laying down by smiling like, you know, look at my kid. Knowing that Right. It's got a bad taste well, in my because everyone's seen giraffes. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to throw in my two cents here. Mankind has been hunting animals since the beginning of mankind. It does not matter whether you're a religious person or an atheist. That's just how it worked. One of the issues that I have is when you lose the respect for the animal. There have been tribes that speak of this legendary beast, whether it's a hog or a deer or a mountain lion that, you know, terrorizes the village or it's the unkillable, whatever it might happen to be. But even when they kill it, there's a huge amount of respect for the animal, for the animal's role in nature, for the animal's role in their life. When you have these people who parade the carcasses around like it's something they want at a county fair, you know that that's kind of where the issue starts going. Like you said, when she's smi- when she's posing up and she's smiling and she's acting, there's there's a respect for animal life, and I don't mean at all, you know, like what Russell's talking about with equaling it out to human rights. Which you have big game hunters. Granted, some of these big game hunters are people who take it very very seriously. Other big game hunters are people with a lot of money who buy fancy guns who go to a place where the tribesmen run these animals out in front of them. And they pay six thousand yeah. dollars to pull a trigger, you know. So there's there there's a big contrast in the different types of your sport hunting. Kind of like the uh, the Russian guy in oh what's the movie Mel Gibson Wild Wild uh, West? No, Mel Gibson. You're thinking about uh, uh, Will Smith. He's a little darker. James Garner. Oh um uh, uh Zulu. 
No. Um, <laughs> something. It's a gambling term. Um, Maverick. Maverick. Thank Maverick. you. Maverick. That's another Western yeah, movie. Where he's trying to hunt the old Indian. Uh, I kind of, I, I, I disagree with you a little bit there because the line for me isn't the posing with the carcass because that happens right. regardless. That right. happens, I mean, I've taken a picture with the fish I've caught. Mm-hmm. Um, you see people all the time taking pictures with, you know, the deer right. that they've killed, um, you know, in the back of the truck or on the ground or whatever. The line isn't, isn't the uh, the the posing for me? The line is is the, the intent behind the hunt. Right. Um, whether you if you're hunting just to kill something and say, hey, I killed that, and then you go on and you never see that animal again, or if your intent is I'm gonna kill it. Yes, I've got this nice rack to put on the wall, but I'm also gonna eat the meat. Right. I mean, there's there's a difference. I mean, that's you know. I, I see what you mean there because years ago the trophy animal, the skins were the trophy. The artifact that they used from the animal for purposeful tools, whether that was weapons or clothing, that was the trophy in and of itself. You know, they didn't mount anything up on the wall because most of these nomadic tribes didn't have walls. But, but there were still, it was still a trophy based society. You know, so you very much had the best hunter in the tribe had the huge wolf head or whatever it was that, you know, he carried to, to demonstrate that he was the best hunter. And I think we still have a lot of that, a lot of that in our in our DNA of I want to put the biggest Cape Buffalo head in the world up on my wall or you know or a picture or whatever that case might might be because we still have that I want people to know I'm the best hunter in the same way you know people with cars or boats or plasma TVs want to have the biggest and the best it, it, that's what it kind of boils down to yeah I, I mean I really it goes in kind of a gray area I wouldn't consider myself a hunter okay. I've been hunting plenty of times in my life. Uh, but there's even certain certain animals I would never choose to hunt even if I had the possibility to do so. Like, for instance, bear. Okay? From what I've heard and from what I've read and from... Yeah, bear hunting is a very exciting, adrenaline-filled experience. The bear is a very uh, formidable creature. Take the Kodiak or the polar bear. Okay, these are some of nature's best predators. All right, in most cases, these animals—it's not a case of whether you're hunting them; it's a case of them hunting you. And if it's in a case of self-defense, it's different. But if you're actually going out there on hunting a bear, my question is, why? Why would you hunt a bear? Why would you do that? Uh, there's absolutely no reason in my mind where. Other than the simple thrill, and I don't find that justifiable. I do not find that justifiable. Elk, different. There's meat. You can get meat from an elk. Okay, it's like hunting deer. It's not the same thing. Hunting a bear for sport, I don't feel like that's sport. Right. You've got a high-velocity <laughs> rifle, okay? You're not exactly operating on the same terms there. And I think, kind of think of the last thing, if y'all disagree, you're more welcome to throw something in, but... I think we just need to be careful. You know, this industrial age has taken a toll on, you know, the environment. I just think we need to be careful and, like, you know, pay attention to our species. You know, obviously the black, you know, western rhino is extinct now. We weren't paying that close attention to that. I would hate to see that happen to something, you know, else. You know, well, and the black, the, the black been that high up for a long time. The black rhino is a good example of, it doesn't matter... It, the intensity of the attention isn't what matters because there are some people that were very attentive to the situation. There were, you know, 
thousands and tens of thousands of people all around the world who are caring enough about the project. But that's a very good example of when you need massive people. You need a multitude of people kind of paying attention to it. And it is very easy for us living in the States to dismiss what's going on in the rest of the world. Because, you know what, the fact that there's only three black rhinos, that's a minute and a half news segment once a month. You know, I mean, that's a that's an apex animal. It is. But anyhow, um, thank you so much for listening tonight. This has been Chance Conversation. Yeah. I'm Joey. This is Russell over here. Hey. Billy I'm Billy. Here. Oh, right here. Rob's in the kitchen. Hi. He says hi out the mouth. Rob's in the kitchen with pizza. And we thank you so much for listening, and y'all have a good day or evening or night. <laughs> However, let, let me try to get it. Let me try. Y'all have a good evening. Y'all no, 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 no. You don't, no, know, what time, time. You don't know what time they're, they're listening wait, to the wait, podcast. Wait, wait, How do I say wait, it? Just wait. Hey, wait. I've got to do my regular. Oh, sure. He's got to do something. I've got to do my regular, you know, contact with public. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, we're not done yet. Uh, before we get out of here, uh, I do need to remind everybody that, of course, you can email us at a chance conversation at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast ACC and also at Twitter at that same name at podcast ACC. Uh, so hit us up on one of those platforms and we'll holler back at you. Uh, let us know how we're doing, what we can do better, uh, what yeah. we can do worse. Make sure you I don't subscribe. Know why you want to tell us what um, we can do worse, but yeah, we'll listen. We'll listen. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Uh, some of you might have downloaded a single episode, but subscribe. We're, we're hoping that we're going to keep getting better every time. And you know, give us those ratings. Whether you're on Stitcher, SoundCloud, or iTunes, give us a rating. Send us a comment. Let us know what you like and let us know what you don't like. You know, we're we're still in our youth. We're not the masters of podcasting like Joey makes us seem. Uh, right. So <laughs> yes, def- definitely rate us because that helps get us. Um, get us some more exposure, and get us out in front of some more ears. So we would appreciate that. Yeah, yeah Rob, you got anything to add? I was just going to ask. Uh, we're not going to rate our topics? We didn't do a big six this week, dude. Yeah. You got to yeah. roll the six. You have to roll the six to get a big six. So I guess that's the whole point of this whole thing, a chance conversation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Very clever. Y'all familiar with Radiohead? Yeah. You familiar with Creep? Yeah. Yes. Are you familiar with um, Haley Reinhardt? I've seen it. I haven't watched the video. I've yeah. seen the link. Though. Uh-uh. Have you Have you heard it? Uh-uh. Okay. I, I can cut off. Yeah, it's fine. You really don't need to see the video, but... Um, oh, I think I do. She was... Yeah, she it. was on... Negative space. Who is Haley Reinhardt? I didn't know she was... A she was on player. American Idol like uh, a few years back. Okay. When you were here before, couldn't look you in the eye. Well, that's sexy. Like I fall for a girl who can sing. I give a girl who can sing all the money in the world. I think I like that much better than Radiohead. <laughs> and I'm beautiful. This is actually the only Radiohead song I like. I do like this Radiohead song. So very oh, she, didn't go, she didn't go for the F-bomb there. Grass. Oh, she's a cigarette smoker. <laughs> I tell you that right now.
is a growler. Give me your cat impression, baby. <laughs> I don't care if it hurts. I want to have control. I think I've got some ones. Got any singles? <laughs> Sexualizing his love. <laughs> hey, on that note, did you ever check out Larkin Love? Oh, yeah, Larkin Love. Do you see how long her tongue is? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Y'all don't, don't need to check out Larkin Love. <laughs> I kept talking in Lakin. I kept getting this Hispanic shit. She's got some pretty risque videos. See, she hits it here. Oh, she just put it here. She could have went harder. Oh, that's all one breath, too. <laughs> Dude, she's a partier and a smoker. You can tell. Yeah. Yeah, what was the selling point for me in Larkin Love was I was like, it's something about Larkin Love, and I clicked on a picture of her, and you know she was fully clothed. I mean, she was wearing a corset, but she's fully clothed, but she was sticking out her tongue, and she could lick the underside of her chin with her tongue. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> That's really good, though. That's I like on, that. Uh, YouTube channel called Postmodern Jukebox. Jukebox. Is it just like That's the one I want to check out. I want to check out the rest of their stuff. They need like all the like newer songs with that style, I guess. That's what I'm assuming. That they do new songs and older stuff. But I really like the one. I knew who Heavy Reinhardt was. I've actually downloaded a song that she did on American. I've got her version of. Uh, uh, blue jeans. What is it? I like the one that the Megan Trainer. All about that bass, the kind of six oh, fifty yeah. style with her actually playing that stand up bass. That was really cool. Yeah. She, said, she did that uh, solo with it. I tell you, What's one of the most impressive performances I've seen is that cello group. I forget what it's called. If you do, uh, if you just do a YouTube search, House of the Rising Sun. Mm-hmm. Oh, I showed it to y'all. It was uh, Thunderstruck yeah. on the two guys on cellos. Is it the, you haven't showed us that? You showed us that. 
Yeah. Is it two young guys where the on America's Got Talent? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, That's my song from. Two yeah. young guys, but yeah, in the they video, are awesome. In the video of them doing Thunderstruck, it's like it's in a like a, a really like pomp, pompy theater, and everyone's wearing like 1700s dress, like aristocrats and stuff. And they get up there, and they've got their powdered wigs on, and they start playing their cellos. It's Thunderstruck. And it gets wilder and wilder and wilder. And they just tear it up on cellos. It's insane. I got through half the strings on there. <laughs> okay. 